Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast. This show is for socially conscious leaders, entrepreneurs, CEO founders that have found success but they yet they don't have the ideal life that they would like. And what we're going to do is bring in concepts and systems so that we can increase business with millions of additional revenue while lowering our work hours, ideally below 40 hours a week. We call this more business, more life. And it's an and, not an or. We don't have to have either or. We can actually systemize this to have both. And those are the concepts we're going to come with each episode. Sometimes we might talk a little bit more about business, sometimes more life, most of the time, both. (laughs) So welcome to the show. Welcome to More Business, More Life. On this podcast, we're going to talk about wow clients. And I'm talking about the cream of the crop, the ones, the clients that you would want. Like if you could clone one client and have them be your all your clients, and it's that fantastic. That's the type of business we're talking about. And then how the heck do you do that? And how do you do that without losing money because you're so selective? How do you transcend all this and have more business and more life while you're picking only wow clients? We're going to break this all down, give a lot of different scenarios, a lot of different stories from true stories uh, so that you can see how you can take this into your life. Let's jump in. I'm joined by uh, Giovanni, Stephanie, and Melissa once again, and we are excited. You know, we've been talking a lot about our core, our core values, our core purpose, you know, the choices we have in our life, and we really wanted to hone in on some big business skills, but that actually transcend just business, and they actually make more life, you know, so everything we do here. We're thinking about more business and more life, as we've talked about so much on this podcast. And today we wanted to exactly do that. There are some choices that we can make to make life better, yet also extremely prosper. And I mean extremely, because when we make these choices, it's so interesting in a way, like here we are making the choice to live a good life and treat people right and do all these good things. And then it it seems to me that the universe then provides, it like just gives you more abundance. So uh, it's really, really, really interesting. And so what we want to talk about today is what we call wow clients. It's transcending target market. You know, many marketers and, you know, you'll look at your business and you think, okay, who's our target market, which is good. You need to have that conversation. But then how do we go to where it's wow, like amazing Wow. Like when you think about leaving a client and your heart's beating a little faster in a good way, you're so excited to be working with them and you know, they're having the same experience. It's just just like that. So magical. Like you're, you're just know you're meant to work together. And what happens, what I've found over now being in business and entrepreneurship for, you know, three decades plus you're, you're looking at 
okay, we have a few of those. They're magical. They are extremely magical. And then we have a bunch of okay clients and maybe you even have some ow clients. We like to call it wow and ow. The ones that are not so good and actually beyond that, like they might even be painful. <laughs> they might actually hurt. And we think often, we often think as business people, men and women, that we think we we need to do this so we can make money. So I'm going to take on clients. And yes, I have to endure the good ones, uh, the bad ones and the good ones, right? Like you have both. You just do it and it's not really that selective process. And when really we need to be very selective and we'll explain why here in a minute, it actually helps all aspects of your business by having this discernment and it, it lifts everything up, increasing revenue, increasing results, and, and a number of other things that we're going to get into here in a minute. But let's first talk about the difference and what happens. You know, I just want to open it up the discussion here with, with the group here. What are the things you've noticed like going between wow and ow and what, what happened? And, you know, when you, you know, maybe just, you know, look at the polarity of these things and the good parts and the consequences and such well there's a big difference between wow and an owl for sure and i remember the first time i heard you talk about that and sort of train and speak to wow clients and it was like like much of the things that we coach to it seems so simple a concept but so nothing i had considered before why had I not considered that it would be okay to not work with our clients? I have no idea why that thought never occurred to me, but it didn't. I think when you're building a business, you know, whether you're in sales or an entrepreneur building a company, you uh, just think you have to take whatever you can get. Like if somebody is willing to pay you or become a, a customer, you, uh, subject yourself to whatever that comes with. And it can be painful. I've had clients who have made me cry <laughs> more than once or just been abusive or just not valued me, not been appreciative of the service that I've provided. And just they were takers, right? They just take. And I think once I got permission to not have to work with those clients anymore, to ch only choose to work with WOW, it was just a game changer, not only in business, but in life, because what we do all day is our life, right? So, yeah. so yeah, so to not, not have to work with our clients and, you know, I know that's something that you always talk about. Maybe they're not out for everybody. They're somebody's wow, but if they're not your wow, then you don't have to work with them. Don't have to invite them to work with you. You don't have to accept. Yeah. You don't have to pursue them. You don't have to, you can choose. <laughs> and it's a gift. It's a gift because yeah. when you when you say no to someone, then they're going to have to go find their match. When we mm -hmm. hold onto those, they're having like, they're not getting it, you know, because, you know, the tendency is that we don't give as much energy. You know, the thing is people often think when we talk about more business, more life, that it's all about time. And it is, we do want more time. We want more quality time in our life. The, but it's, I think what's even bigger is energy. We want energy in our life. Cause if you have all the time in the world, but you don't have energy, then what do we have? And so this directly relates to wow clients versus our clients, because think about it. When you're working with a wow client, what happens? 
your energy goes up 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 yes like because it's lighting you up like you 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 know and this is where you'll go the extra five miles not even one mile we always talk about go the extra mile but when you're with the wild client you tend to go like an extra five miles or more and you don't even realize you're doing it you're just having so much fun with the client you're like going it's easier yeah so much easier because it feels natural and it feels like there's a you know it's a win-win like we talk about like they're winning you're winning it feels good and it doesn't feel like work shouldn't have to be so hard to have customers i was just gonna say in the polarity that you're talking about with al and the energy it just sucks the life out of you (laughs) it is it is so draining yes i mean and you get home and you're just like i just want to sit over here and you know do nothing because you are so drained when you're talking about energy it is a significant difference and think about then when you have an owl client and even if you spend little time with them because by the way we tend to try to get off the phone with them try to do the this whatever they need and get done with it and get off so you're not yes. going the extra mile you're like trying to go negative miles because you want the least amount of time and least experience with these individuals then you show up for a wow client let's say in the morning you uh, an owl client calls you you have a miserable experience then your next meeting just happens to be with one of your wow clients. And then they're like, are you okay? You, you don't seem like yourself that, oh, I just had a tough morning. You know, now you're not even showing up at the level that you normally could for your wow client. And you're jeopardizing the wow business because you have the owl business. You know, it's like, it, it, I found it is true that one, one rotten apple can ruin the bunch. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It sort of bleeds into all the other good that you want to have and changes those experiences. So when you remove the owl, everything else goes up. You know, your experience with your other clients, your experience with your family, because to Melissa's point, I don't know how many times I'd come home and there was nothing left to give because I had left it all and all my energy had been consumed by the people who were out. And then you don't have anything to give to the people you really want to be with. And bring all your energy to and have that energy for. So it doesn't just affect business. It 100% affects your whole life. Yeah. And then here we are. And you can be listening right now and say, oh, well, this is fantastic. Yeah, let's have a great life. But you're good on you for doing that. But, you know, I need to make money and I need to keep my my business alive. So I got to keep taking on clients. What if we were to pop that bubble right now. And here's what I want you to know. Like when you focus on wow clients and you turn your energy and you have this wow experience, we call it the four R's. When you do this, you can actually let the fear go away that you're going to lose because when you have a wow experience going through what we said, and we're willing to go the extra five miles, what happens? You get more results. That's the first R. When you get more results for a client, and if you think about it, any wow client in your mind that was that ex- that experience, the results, if you look at the data in your own company, I can just guess right now, just because I've seen so many companies do this, the results are through the roof, right? And now when you have more results or you have a better experience, take it to your own personal life, what do you do? You tend to keep working with that business. You tend to keep frequenting it. You tend to tip more. If it's a service providing, you, you'll even be willing to pay more. So the second R is revenue. So if you have more results, chances are you're going to have more revenue because people are going to keep working with you because it's so amazing. 
right? And so we have that. Then you have the third R, raving fans. They're having such a thing. And let's just face it, who writes reviews? There's only two sides of it. It's on the extreme. That okay clients, they don't write or you'd have to pay them to do it. But the ones you don't pay for are the ones that are having an extreme wow experience. They're so excited. They take the time to go write a review because it's through the roof excitement. Oh my gosh, I've never had this level of experience. It's so wow. It's so amazing. And then the other side, it's so ow. So those are the ones that also write reviews. It was so horrible, right? They're so upset. They go write a review. So now again, by having our clients, you are risking your reputation. You're going to get like one that you shouldn't have worked with. You shouldn't have worked with them, but you took the dollars because you thought you needed to take every client you could. And then they're the ones writing a bad review. And I've even seen it go all the way to a lawsuit, right? Because they're so dissatisfied with the solution. And it wasn't the solution. It was actually a wrong match. And this goes back to the always be closing. No, <laughs> don't always be closing if it's the wrong person because it jeopardizes your whole business. You're going to suck into having this dark cloud and you're going to possibly have a bad review or worse. And so if we want raving fans, we want to stick with wow only, even let go of the okay, only work with wow. And you're going to have more reviews and more raving fans. And then it leads to the four R. Guess what they also do? Refer referrals that if there's having such an experience chances are they're going to be an advocate at a high level and they're going to refer so you're going to have more results you're going to have more revenue because people getting more results pay more and they come back over and over and over and then they're raving fans they're writing reviews and they're sharing with others tending to that leads to referrals and that uh transcends the business so any client that's ever taken me up on this and let go of that one, they get rid of all that pain and frustration. And most likely, you know, the 80-20 rule, we tend to spend 80% of our time on the owl clients because they're consuming us, taking all our energy and 20% on our wow, which doesn't make any sense, right? If these are our wow, put 80% there and change your whole life, change your whole business. And many clients have done this. They've doubled, tripled their revenue. I'm not making it up over and over. I've had even one client quadruple their business and that's based on their action. Just by the way, when I say these stats, you have to take action with this. You could hear this idea, but if you don't do it, then nothing's going to happen. No results. So these are the four R's that have made it proven to me. It proven to me now when I focus on wow and I give myself permission, going back to what Stephanie said, to say no thank you to the owl, we can have this complete multiple growth in the business. And guess what? Working with all wow clients. It's like mind blowing. I wish I would have learned this like, you know, over a decade earlier in my business career uh, because how miserable I was trying to help Same. people. Yeah. <laughs> Same. I wish I earned it a lot earlier, but uh, I'm grateful to have it now. And it is empowering to be able to go out and to know like I don't have to work with anybody like I can choose and I can invite people to work with me once I know and once I have that confidence that I can help them that I can understand what problem they're trying to solve and if I know deeply what that is and if I feel like I can help and I'm the one then you can confidently say yes I want to work with you would you like to work with me and it's uh, a beautiful beautiful thing and it just it creates a whole different level of just confidence, I think, and joy in your business because you're not going out there going like, well, what am I going to get today? Or 
who who do I have to work with next? And is it going to be good or is it not? And I think we all have those feelings. Like you kind of know in your gut when you're about to go into an out situation and we don't listen, we ignore it. And then we set ourselves up for everything you just said, all the things that could potentially go wrong. Uh, and we don't have to do that. So I'm giving permission to everybody today. Just if you are, <laughs> you'll have those conversations and figure out how to let it go. I'm so much happier. I was just going to bring in the um, one of the things that we talk about a lot is, you know, normally you can tell an owl client relatively quickly. But, you know, Steve always talks about, you know, being tapped and tapped and then you get slapped. Um, and normally there's there are signs along the way that and usually you can make the decision pretty quickly if it's a match or not. And I think a lot of times we do go through the motions because we think we have to go through the motions. But I know even in speaking with Stephanie, when as she was doing sales, you saw the closing rate skyrocket because she wasn't wasting her time on all the other owl clients. She honed in on the wow clients and it made it a much easier sale and a much easier way to close the deals and have the clients that she wanted. Right. So I know when I, I can easily think back to lots of owl clients um, and they have a lot of times they have a disregard for your, even your whole life. <laughs> so they're interrupting you all the time. They need something all the time. Normally you can figure out how to plan things appropriately and have the resources you need. But, you know, our clients can just, I mean, they just drain the life out of you. And I think a lot of it comes back to when people, because I think a lot of people, like Stephanie said, you don't have, you don't know that you can choose to just only work with wild clients. It's that scarcity mindset of like, no, I got to work with whoever comes through and whatever I can close or whoever's in front of me kind of a thing. But when you choose to only work with wow, not does it just change everything that we've mentioned so far, but like, if you feel like when you're going into work, that it's just like, you're dreading going into work it's more than likely you have a lot of owl clients. And possibly this is maybe a subject for another time, but owl team as well, right? Um, but having more wow clients, you get energized. You give them, you're more energized to show up to work, to show up to the team, right? And that can just be a factor of having an owl team is that you have the owl clients. I know, Steve, you have a story of an owl client that was kind of just bringing everybody down a little bit um, and then you're like, okay, if you guys don't want me to get rid of this, like somebody say something and we won't, we'll keep them and we'll continue working. And we're yeah. like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. And that it was actually a huge thing, Joe, right? Because at that time was our biggest client. It was a multi six figure client. We were growing. So I was, I hired, this client was big enough that I hired another person. So we we're up to four employees. So still a small company, but it was a big deal, right? When you're small company and you have a multi six figure account. And they were treating us so poorly and, and it was a franchise. So the, and this is what started giving me the clues. The franchise owners were treating the franchises so bad. And we were like trying to help everyone we could. The franchises were calling us and we're doing like therapy 
for the franchises because they're having the same problem with the franchise owner. And so, and they're mad and we're doing marketing. We're not doing therapy. It was not psychology here. We were hired to do the marketing. And we were basically, because they were a launching franchise during the time we worked with them, they went from 60 locations to 120. So they were so focused on growth um, that they did not work on the customer service and a whole bunch of other things. And so back to what you're bringing up, Giovanni, I, I warned them. I, I started to notice, I was like, this is not working. Like, you know, I said the 80-20 rule, like 80% of my company's resources is with this one client, which is also risky because, you know, they weren't the only client we had. And now I, and this is what brought me clues. Um, I wish someone would have told me this, but I had to figure this out the hard way. I started noticing the clients I really loved were getting upset because we weren't available for them because we were dealing with this big problem. And so it, it, like, I was like, well, this is not okay. This is not okay. So I said to them and I finally got the realization. It took me a lot of courage because this was a lot of the revenue for the company at the time. And I said, uh, Hey, we can't work this way anymore. Uh, and I, I just came clean with the, with the CEO and the chief, they had a marketing officer uh, there, which really we were doing most of the stuff for them. And I said, we can't do this and this. And I relate down some ground rules and they're like, Oh, we'll, we'll fix it. We'll fix it. Steve. We'll do it. Um, and for like a week it got better. And then it went back to the way it was. And so then I called them. And I'll never forget the day, you know, it got even worse for us. It was like, you know, how, like, you know, like this goes back to Melissa, like the tap, tap, slap. We are getting slapped. Like it was like getting worse. And I, so I called them and I didn't even consult with my team. So this goes back to the story you're bringing up, Giovanni. I just called and I said, Hey, we're done. And I had a small office, right? Four employees. And I talked loud. So everyone heard me. So then it was like crickets when I hung up the phone, I basically fired our biggest client. And then. I said, everyone come in here. Uh, we had like a three room office. So I, even I shared a room with another desk and then we had another two desks and then like kind of an entryway. So everyone came into the one room I was in and I was like, it was so quiet. Everyone's scared. And the person that knew they got hired for that client was like, what's going to happen to my job? You know, it like made everything go up in arms. And that's when I said that question that Giovanni just said, I said, you all just heard what I did. Yes. And if any of you think that I'm wrong, I'm willing to hear it. And I can call them back because they don't want us to stop working together. They're upset that I fired them. Um, but anyone here, raise your hand, speak up now if you want me to bring this client back on. And But I'm going to have to ask you why. <laughs> you know, like, what reason? And everyone said, no, we don't want to work with them anymore. And I said, okay, exactly. I don't care if we have to go find two or three clients to replace that revenue. That's what we're going to do. And that's exactly what we did. And we had so much time. Like our whole world opened up because 80% of the company's resources was on this client. So we quickly turned our resources and we found better clients. And we replaced that revenue. And I did not have to let go of that employee. So I was able to keep my four and grow. And, and that started this lesson. I was like, it totally matters. And then going back to Melissa's, uh, I think Melissa, you brought up that. So I would put it, add a layer of language to what you were saying, Melissa, our filter gets stronger and stronger. So thereby we spend less and less time with the wrong people. And it's a good thing. I used to also hang on. I want to say one comment on this. I used to hang on because I felt obligated. Like let's say someone referred me to someone and I felt obligated to that referral source. I would try and try and then I remember I got a lesson from the potential client. One time I said, you know, I finally said, you know, this isn't a fit. 
And then the guy said, got a little angry and he said, you knew, you knew this wasn't a good fit a long time ago, didn't you? And I said, yeah. And he said, you messed me up. You should have told me because I would have found someone else. Now I've been delayed as well as you. And we both wasted time. And I said, hey, I'm so sorry. That was a huge lesson for me. And then in that moment, I was like, you know what? It's my job to promptly tell someone that it's not a good fit and maybe even why or whatever. And this is who I work with. And you should go find someone like this. And in a kind way, put them somewhere else. Because chances are, like, we're not saying that the world is full of, like, bad people. And you might feel that. But the reality is we're all in different clubs, so to speak, of, like, who we want to hang out with and spend our time with. And so they're going to find the right match. You know, it goes the same thing with dating. We spend so much time that, you know, to find a partner to live with. And then we just let anyone work with us when we, sometimes you spend more time with the people that hire you than the, than you're the person you marry, <laughs> you know, think about that. And then you're letting anyone in, but you spent like so much time deciding who to get married to. Just think about that. <sighs> Maybe you should have a little bit more discernment. No doubt. That was the story you were thinking, Giovanni, right? Yep. That's the one. So let's pause real quick and take a break and we'll be right back. I just want to have an expression of gratitude right now for Pro Audio Voices. They're the ones that uh, produce my podcast and Becky and her team are amazing. And for those of you that know me, I'm all about WOW clients, WOW partners, and Pro Audio Voices is a WOW partner for me. And if you want to learn more, you can go to ProAudioVoices.com and you can learn about them. They also do audiobooks and they're just amazing people. Thank you, Becky. Yeah, we used to have a saying, bad news does not age well. And so the sooner you can step into whatever it is and notify folks, it makes a big difference. And to your point, in terms of just energy related to that energy, you know, it lets them go off in a different direction and you get to go off in a different direction. So. Yes, I was going to say for both people, it's not just, you know, doing them a kindness, but then that's not something you're carrying around. You let that worry go and then it frees up more of your energy to be present with yes. what you would like. So absolutely. Yeah. Get comfortable yeah. with saying no. And it's okay to say no, like to things and people like, I think a lot of times, especially the people we deal with, like they're they're good people and they want to take care of people and they want to help people. And a lot of times it's like uh, the analogy came in, Steve, you're better at analogies for me. So you could probably pick up on this, but it's like, it's like a dam starts getting built in your flow of life as you like take on these owl clients because you want to help people and like slowly like builds this dam up and like it kind of stops the flow of energy for you but when you can start saying no because i remember like i think steve jobs was interviewed by somebody he's like it's like what's the most like, what product are you most proud of and he's like the ones that we haven't created the ones we said no to that would have taken away from everything else and i think i think warren buffett as well said something very similar he's like what's your most you know like what's your best investment you need he's like the ones i said no to are probably the, the best ones so it's like i think it's being comfortable with saying no to the clients or prospective clients that you already know, like getting back to what Melissa said, you already have a feeling, right? Like just in your day, like your daily life, if you go and you just notice the energy 
and you say this too, Steve, like when you walk into a room, you can feel the energy around you, right? Humans, we are very intuitive. We've just kind of dulled our senses um, as our society has been created as it is today. But if you go in and you just pay attention, you can feel people's energy. You can feel the energy of the room. It's the same thing when you're working with a client or somebody on a personal level. You can just feel that energy. You know right away. I'm like, ooh, that, that doesn't feel the best. And it might not be like, some people you'll definitely have that like, whoa, nope. Okay, buddy, mm, that's not for me. And some people are going to be like, a little bit like, oh, it seems okay. And even those ones that just seem okay, those are still, might not be like, ow. It's like, ow, kind of a, you know, like, it's like, oh, it's like taking a Band-Aid off kind of ow, you know, rather than getting punched in the face kind of ow. Unless you're hairy, taking off Band-Aids when you're hairy, that's it. That's it, ow. It hurts, <laughs> yeah. You're right, Giovanni. The ow hurt the most, but the okay can hurt too. And you're kind of just putting up with it and it's decent. It's not like maybe causing harm or like really deep feelings, but yet it's taking you away from the wow. And I found when you focus uh, as much as close to 100% on wow, then that's where the, that's where you get this huge scale up because you could have fewer clients paying you double, triple because they're having such an amazing experience. And it really grows. Like even talking about saying no, Two things on that. One, I, I trained myself to say, I'd rather someone be unhappy with me now and happy later than happy now because I dragged it out and then really unhappy later, right? It always gets worse. That's where the bad news, uh, the Melissa said bad news tr doesn't travel well because the longer you wait, the worse it gets. It kind of collects more darkness, right? If we're talking about energy, it just becomes darker and darker until, and then those are when you get in fights. That's when you yell at a customer that you never wanted to. You finally break down. You're like, ah, I don't like you. <laughs> like, uh, oh my gosh, what happened? You know, it's like, okay, you wouldn't react like that if you didn't have that in your life, you know? So it's, it makes such a big deal. And then the other story we had a client that she got really serious about this and she turned down a client and she turned down a potential client. And the, the man said, you're not going to take my money. And she said, no. And he's like, well, and, and sometimes you don't need to explain, you know, sometimes you just do it and you, you move on. But in this case, the person persisted. They were like, you know, on a line of possibly being offended, right? And so then they're like, well, you need to explain why am I not a good fit? And then she articulated it well. She had defined, because of the work we had done together, she defined her wow client and said, this is who, my, who I serve the best and, and you don't fit into this. And then the person said, ah, I see. And was so lifted in her integrity Right. Because now, like when you won't accept money from someone, even if they want to work with you because of your own integrity. And, and basically she said, I won't do as good of a job for you as someone else that works best with you because I work best with these folks. That man referred three wow paying clients because they actually knew what a wow client was for her. And they said, oh my gosh. And then they saw other people and they're like, oh, you're a real good fit for this person. And her integrity is through the roof. She won't take your money if you're not a good fit. Like she, they're actually able to refer at a higher level because they know, you know, that's the thing about referrals. People are scared to send a referral because they think you're going to hard sell them, right? This happens a lot. Like they, I'm not giving a referral to the salesperson. They're going to like, of course, they're going to sell my friend. And now knowing that you only work with wow clients, then guess what? You can actually say, 
they know if they're not a wow and then that you would not take them as a client, they're more likely to give you referrals because they know you're going to do the right thing. Like over and over and over again, this just leads to more wow life because now you're having all these amazingness. I just have to say something else too that I was thinking of when Giovanni is talking about even like closing ratios and how it actually doesn't require as many conversations to find the wow and to find business. And so even though my closing ratio was really high, it wasn't that I was having more meetings than other people. I was actually probably having less. So when you try to figure out how to have a wow life at the same time that you have wow business and wow clients, it's having wow actually allows you to work less. Like you don't, I didn't have to put in more time or as much time to double and even triple the amount of revenue I was bringing in because I was more selective. And, you know, to your point, Melissa, I could spot who was meant to work with me and who wasn't more quickly. And so I didn't get further along in the conversation to the point of where we were making a decision together about if we were going to partner together. It's interesting. It's not what you would think like, oh my gosh, the closing ratio is high or, oh, my business went up or I doubled or tripled or quadrupled my revenue that's going to take four times as much time. Well, no, not if you change the type of conversations that you're having and if you are able to identify. And so that's a big piece of this, right? Like if you just want to work with wild clients, you have to be able to truly understand what is wow for you. Like what, who, what do those experiences look like? Who do I want to work with? And then how do I articulate that? Not just so they know when they're sitting in front of me, but that they're able to refer or if someone is not that person, if it's a passing conversation, it's like, hey, what are you up to these days? Oh, this is who I'm working with. This is what I'm doing. I'm really excited. Then if it's not them, but it helps them sort of click of, oh, I know somebody that falls into that category. Maybe you can help them. So it it sort of trickles out into so many ways, but all good, all positive, all positive impacts work less and make more and work with wow. I mean, it just sounds like a recipe of amazingness. And yet some, it goes back to giving ourselves permission. We're scared that if we work with less people, we're going to make less and all of those things. And here we are, we're able to work less, make more and be happier. Um, where do I sign up for this? You know, and that's the kind of thinking, but we think we can't do it. We think it's like, this is real, everyone. Like this has been dozens and dozens, hundreds, and maybe brushing on thousands of clients that have taken this at all different levels. I can tell you right now, hundreds of our clients have used this to make huge jumps in their business. And then, you know, there are thousands that have heard this message and done it on fractions. So it's all a matter of how tight you set the filter. And it might be scary to set it tighter, like, oh, I'm only going to let these few through. But when you do it, like what Stephanie's saying, those are the clients that we've had make the huge leap. You work less and you make more because you let yourself have a really tight filter. And then I think uh, just, just in case anybody has the thoughts, all you have is our clients. We're not saying to get rid of them all at once. Yes. Uh, maybe get rid of the the most owl first and then replace start replacing that with a wow because and you'll start to see the the energy switch within your business within you um it's just and steve always says you know i know at least when you're speaking when you're in the room with somebody if if you don't have any uh, wow clients come get a hug so if you don't have any wow clients just hug somebody 
that's near you and then go find some some wild clients. It, it really it will really change not only your business, but your life, right? And that's what yeah. we're here for. That's more business, more life. And emphasis on life. When you're just in it, how many people who just like, you know, everybody's like the Mondays, like the case of the Mondays, right? Or something like that. I don't know. I don't have Mondays. Every day is the same. Like they're all good. Sunday scaries. Right? Yeah, the Sunday scaries, right? Once you start working with like your wow clients, it's it's no longer that. You no longer dread going in. You no longer dread yeah. making phone calls. You no longer dread whatever it is, like you look forward to it. Like, oh, I get to have a conversation with like a friend or I get to have a conversation with uh, just somebody who's wow, that like that energy, like as a photographer, that really changed my business too. Cause like I was, I was the one who's like, oh, I can't say no to, to anybody. Like I need all the business that I can get in. But then when I started like finding wild clients, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. And I, then I started doing some other things that we teach, right? getting feedback from people, starting to see what language they were using. And I started putting that language on my website. And the vast majority of the clients that come through as photographer clients of mine are WOW clients. I don't advertise, like I've built my name. Um, It's mostly referral-based, like getting back to what you were saying, Steve, the four R's. And when people check out my website or even like on Yelp or stuff like that, I use the language there as well. The vast majority of people who come through are like, WOW, like it's, like I usually go over the time frame that I say the schedule, the, the session's going to be because we're just like in the flow of it, having fun, laughing. And most people, when they come in to get headshots, the vast majority of things I hear are like, oh, I'm not photogenic. I hate getting my photo taken. Like those are the two main things. And um, by the time we end, they're laughing. They have a natural smile on their face. And they're like, oh, that's that was kind of fun, right? And they have a great photo. Yeah. But it changes. Like when you start collecting, more, not in, in a bad way collecting, but once you start getting more and more, wow, clients, it really, it's a snowball effect, right? It just starts to get more and more. And to everybody's points here is less time, more wow, less owl, more revenue, more fun. I mean, you just start having more of the things you want. Yeah. yeah. And even just on that, right now, people will notice I'm in a different background. I'm traveling with my family. We're at a little country cabin, uh, Airbnb, and I had more work. I had to bring uh, a microphone. I, I you, like can't turn this thing right now because I'll break it. But like, yeah, I, if I show you all the cable set up and the way I have a table set up just so I could do this with, right now, it was extra work. But like you know, Giovanni just said, I didn't want to miss this. I love doing this. I yeah, This is a wow, my wow team, like all of us working together here. It's yeah, it's amazing. And so most people are like, oh, I, I don't want to work right now, but this really isn't work. This is fun for me. And I can spend a little time doing this and then I can go play with my family. This is what I choose. You know, it's not a job anymore, you know? And I even talking about like after having Guillaume Barre, like, you know, parts of you think, oh, is it time to just retire and not do it and then when i first started having some coaching clients and doing this work again after my recovery my wife said wow i could see the energy shift in you like this is part of my life i i will probably do this the rest of my life i might do it less i might you know take more breaks for myself and my family but i will tell you that this is part of me so going back to giovanni's point i think everyone's fine here you are living by choice and you are doing what you're meant to do in the world and it's no longer a job there's no case of the mondays or what did you say stephanie the scary sundays 
Sunday scaries. And I've heard that recently where people, it's like Sunday should be a day that you're excited about, right? Like if, you know, it's your time to choose what you want to do outside of your business. And there's like a certain level of anxiety that comes on Sunday because you're like, oh my gosh, I have to go back to work tomorrow. And so that's sign if you're experiencing Sunday scaries, you need to think about some change. Yeah. And, and, you know, let's talk about that change further for a moment. I love what Giovanni brought up that, okay, how do you do this? Right. Because what if you have all out clients, then, you know, like it could be, you know, if you wipe it all out, you wipe out all your income, which that's not the wise thing to do. And I'm not saying that everyone could do what I did and letting go your biggest client, but I will tell you this. We sometimes think that oh, I'm going to go find a wow client, then I'll let go of my owl clients. And I can tell you from the history of my life that that it doesn't work that way. Like we all have only so much energy. And when you're dealing with owl clients, we tend to not have the energy to go find the wow clients. Now to Giovanni's point, we're not saying like fire them all. So, you know, you look at all your owl clients and then maybe pick the one that hurts the most and let that one go. Just say, Hey, and even help them find someone else. Maybe if you can say, Hey, I think you should go work with this person. If you can, if not just say, Hey, this isn't a fit any longer. And the sooner we stop doing this, you can find the right person to work with, you know, and let that go because then the energy comes every time I've tried to look for new things to replace the old things, then it's, it takes forever. It's like resisting, letting go of the thing you're not supposed to have. And then it's taking up space. You know, it's kind of like, you only have one space in your house to fit a refrigerator and then you go get the new refrigerator and you have to install it before you get rid of the old one. And then you just can't because it won't fit. So you literally have to get rid of the old refrigerator to put the new one in. And the same thing applies energetically to these ow and wow. So again, you know, do it at the pace that you can, but if you can let go now, I'll, I'll tell one other story. I had a close to a $5 million company. They were like four and a half million and they had two large clients, 500,000 approximately each. So a million in revenue of the 4.5. So nearing like 25% of the total revenue and they were gigantic owl clients. And it was scary. You know, I'm working with the CEO and it's like, you know, you could tell like right away. And then as they learn this lesson, they're like, yeah, I got to get rid of them. But how, how Steve, like that's so much revenue and we have all these employees and all these things. And so what do we do? One at a time, one at a time. So we took out of those two, which one was worse and you let them go. And we did the same thing. I said, we make rules. So we went back to those clients and said, Hey, this is how we want to work. This is how we want to work now. And we actually always have, but we've been letting this go <laughs> where we need to work this way. And we gave them warnings and they did not want to change at all. So then finally let them go. And then once we did that successfully and got some other revenue elsewhere, the, and then we did see the, the shift, the CEO saw the energy shift and they were able to move into new territory because their employees, everyone had more energy. Because it really brings darkness to your whole company. Everyone's affected. It's not just you. If you're the owner, uh, CEO, entrepreneur, if you're listening to this, all of your employees' chances are dealing with the same grief and actually at a worse level because they're right on the front line a lot of times. So they're feeling it. So watch the morale go up in the whole company. 
and that they notice that you care, that you're willing to fire a company because you care about your employees' lives. That also matters. And then we're able to bring more revenue and then they let go of the other client. And then guess what happens? In 18 months, they doubled the company. They went to 9 million in revenue. True story. And that is huge. And they were already growing. I'm not saying every bit of that growth came from losing those two clients, but I can tell you that definitely was a big part of it because again, that 25% of the business was probably taking more than 50% of the company's energy to deal with those our clients. But it's not wild. <laughs> it's real. It sounds wild, but it's actually brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to touch back on something that you were talking about, Steve, was about kind of like uh, your health with it. Like, uh, I think in today's society, the vast majority of people struggle with some form of stress or anxiety around work, right? Um, and like, I think when we were able to like let go of the owl clients, like it helps alleviate those more, like that alleviate that stress. Not to say it's going to get rid of all of it, right? Because if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, CEO, right? There's going to be like the daily stuff that you have to worry about or whatnot, but like letting go of one more thing that's like energetically, right? Because holding on to all that stress and anxiety like hurts your health, right? It causes, I don't know, like higher blood pressure, heart issues, mental issues. It's a bunch of different stuff. And like, it's, I think it's one big step from helping relieve a lot of that stress and anxiety that we face. Um, but I just wanted to put that out there just because like, I think it's a big component of today's society, the way we function. Well, and then you think, what is more important, right? You know, is your life, that's what we're saying, is your life worth doing this for? And I would say, yes, I hope you agree with yourself, like to live because you could be really healthy. You could eat right, work out every day, and you could die of stress. And I've seen it. I've seen people that would have swore. They're like, oh, he was so healthy. Like, what happened? Well, stress. Stress happened. Makes you sick. It really does. Yeah. I experienced that to where I was like physically getting hurt, like trying to exercise, getting hurt, or comfort eating <laughs> to make up for, you know, to get some feel good. Like you start trying to figure out like, how else can I feel good? And it's like, oh, for me, it was comfort food and like wine. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't need to drink wine every yeah. night or <laughs> three nights a week or whatever. Um, you know, now it's like a choice and it's a lot less often, but you, to, you know, you just start trying to figure out like how to soothe yourself. And then when you do have that level of stress, it's like mistakes. Maybe you're shorter, less patience, you're less focused. I mean, it really, it sounds extreme, but it it's real. Like it is, it affects you from like the inside out. And then that comes home. So we think it's, maybe that's just at work, but it's not, you know, it, you, and even if you feel like you're compartmentalizing it well, you know, I know it. Like I know if I've had, when I've had days like that, that I was not showing up as the father that I could be, the husband, I could be the friend, the neighbor, 
You know, it, as my life's gotten better, I'm more neighborly. Like I know my neighbors and like, Hey, how's it going? You know, when you're tired, you pull in the garage, you like hope no one saw you. So you can just run upstairs and go to bed or like eat some food and watch TV because you have no energy left. You're drained. Now I come on full life and you're like ready to have more life, you know? So choosing wild clients can allow you to be a better person, you know, it can be a better employer. You can be a better team member. You can be a better leader. You can be a better father, mother, brother, sister, neighbor. Uh, and I never, I did I, years ago, a man came up to me after he saw me speak about this. And as I was coming off stage, she came up like, you know, like many people have to say hi and thank you for the speech and that it made an impact. But he said, I don't think you realize how much you're civically changing the world because, you know, what happens when people have more money and more time, which is what you're teaching here, they can contribute more, you know, so you can actually make a greater difference in the world. I, and, and I know we're stacking it on. I mean, look at this whole podcast. We just keep adding more and then there's more. And then I feel like I'm that salesman. This thing slices and dices and that's not it. If you get that, <laughs> we're going to get three more blenders in here and you get it all like just today. For this low price of zero, it's a choice. <laughs> you could do it. You could do it. You don't have to pay me anything. You just do it. You just do it. And that is the thing. And it just keeps adding more on. I'm not kidding. It really is that that uh, silly sales pitch. But it's but it's not. It's not a sales pitch. It's like real deal. And I've done it over and over so many times. And there's more. And there's more. And there's more. And we probably don't even know it all. Like, I'm, as more stories come through our company and the people we come encounter with that tell us their their review of taking this and doing it, we welcome to hear all your stories. And I'm sure there's going to be even more that we don't even know about that's going to come into the world from choosing life. Um, it's it's the people you're meant to work with instead of I'm just working to make money. The thing that I think is so powerful about it is, I mean, you start with a wow client and then you start looking around your world and then you go, do I have the wow team? Do I have the wow life? You know, and then you start making different decisions because you can experience life differently, which is so amazing because you just leave a lot of that baggage and you don't even realize what you're missing with the kind of life that you really desire. Yeah. You don't notice it until it's better. Then you see the contrast, right? You know, it's, um, you know, it's like having a heavy backpack and you're so used to carrying it and then you put it down. Thanks for sharing that. Melissa. it's, uh, yeah, you just have to kind of try it on, you know? So I've watched a lot of YouTube videos on business stuff, you know, you see all like the influencers, you know, talking about, and it's mostly money motivated, you know, like, Hey, like this business to this, this, and this, like gain more revenue, which, you know, having wild clients as we already spoke to does. But I think the key component that a lot of influencers and other business coaches and whatnot miss is the, the thing that really, I think makes us different and unique is that we focus on the experiences that you want, right? This is just another aspect of creating the experiences you want. Cause who wants to go into, to work and have clients and be like, oh, this sucks. Oh, this is horrible. Like nobody wants that experience. 
like you want to go in like this is amazing you're bouncing yeah. off the walls like how fun is this like and then it gets back to that it's no longer work it's like the people we focus on who are you know socially conscious who aren't wanting to make impact or a greater impact on the world it's like you have that ability to make an even greater impact when you have that feeling right when you're you're just like oh my gosh this is like the best thing i could ever do with my life kind of a thing like you just everybody i come in contact with and it's just like it's a it's again it's like that snowball effect it's like it's creating those experiences you want starting with wow clients and then your wow team right and then just wow experiences of people and like even if you have a referral that comes to you getting back to one something you said steven like and it's not a good fit but creating an a wow experience in referring them to somebody else that makes it a wow client for them like you're creating a wow experience for somebody else, right? Because you knew that it wasn't wow for you and that you wanted to share that with somebody else to create a more powerful experience for them so that they can do good. Because when then they have their wow client, again, getting back to it, their clients are happier. You're just creating this, this different experience that we're otherwise told of just go for, go for the money. And that's, that's all you focus on is just building the business kind of a thing where we're really want people to focus on what are the experiences you want in your yeah. business? Cause then that's going to be more powerful in the long run. And it's going to still make you the money that you want, yeah. but your focus isn't on the money. It's on the experiences. And in a crazy way, it does it faster. You actually can make more money sooner by having this focus because you have, wow, and again, what do we already say? When people have wow results, they have they pay more. You're gonna have wow revenue. It just comes, they come hand in hand. People will naturally just think about it in your own life. When I have a great experience, I tip more. I tend to go back to those establishments more. I, you know, there's people that you're very loyal to because they treat you so well. And then now you become an asset to that company because you keep paying and playing, right? So, and as we come to the end of this podcast, I think you know, we really could make saving more and i'm sure we will i'm sure we're going to bring up wild clients again on another episode but what's in my mind to close this one out if if each of us can do like one minute or less you know maybe even 30 seconds like because people are probably still saying wow how do i do this like if someone just heard this and they're living with this and maybe they're living with some out clients or a lot of our clients it when you first heard this concept each of you like what was the part that made it actionable? Like what, what part would you share with our audience to say, this is the first step, go try this so you can get comfortable with this approach? I think for me, I just looked at like my book of business at the time to try to really examine like who was who, what experience were wow, what were okay, what were out and just started to make a plan for how to have more of the wow and how to let go of the ow. And then I think, like you said, just sort of one of a time, one at a time, and then start thinking about how you want that conversation to go. How can I approach this person, you know, coming from a place of like, I not necessarily firing them, but you know, the human to human aspect of like, Hey, I'm making some changes in my business what I've learned is like, this is actually how I want my partnerships to look like, what I want them to look like. And, you know, I think I like Steve, how you said you gave them a chance. Maybe some people you do want to give a chance. And it's like, let me just reset expectations 
you know, and it's, it's a good way to um, just open up the dialogue, like, and maybe this is it, maybe it's not, but like, how do you feel like things are going in this partnership? How is this working for you? What would you like to see more of? If you want to try to change it, like if you want to try to give them an opportunity, if you feel like this is just a no, and I like what Melissa even said earlier, no is a complete sentence. You know, maybe it's just saying, hey, I'm I'm going a different direction. And I think I did tell some people like I'm I'm changing the type of businesses that I work with. I really want to niche down and focus on these because I'm really passionate about that and I'm really good at that. And so, and maybe you're helping them find somebody else, but I guess it, the starts was like looking at who you're working with and then coming up with a plan like client by client for either how to let them go, how to have the conversation and then figure out from there. And then identifying too, like who are those wow experiences and how to, how do you go out and find more of those? So you just have to take a look mm-hmm. and make a plan. I was just going to say, I think for me, it, it really was, I mean, picking up on some of the things Stephanie said with respect to redefining the experience. But I think, I think for me, I wanted to be also be a wow client to someone. <laughs> so, so for me, it was kind of like I had to, you know, put myself in the place of my clients and wonder if I wasn't, you know, the wow business that they wanted to really engage with. But I think just being able to redefine the experiences that I wanted, not only in business, but in, in, you know, my day-to-day life at work, like, how can I do that better? And when I started defining who my wow client was, I realized that as I look back at all of my wow clients, they were all friends and friendships that I have had for years now. And so just being able to create the type of relationship with clients that really transcends the business is just amazing because there, you know, there's so much growth, so much to learn, so much they give to you, even when they're asking you to do a job for them, you just gain so much from the relationship. So it's so good, Melissa. And that's where it goes back to if you're spending a lot of time working with people, hopefully they are, they should be. I, let's not even say hopefully. They should be friends. Yeah. Like at that level that we're working with people we want to spend time with, even if we weren't getting paid. And then blessings, we're providing so much value they are willing to pay. Yeah. Beautiful. Giovanni, you have an idea of a good starting point as well? Uh, I think this is like my default uh, answer, but it's valid Um, and it's very similar to what Stephanie was saying. Uh, Just noticing, like noticing the interactions you have with all your clients, right? Like notice how, take notice of once when you have a meeting with somebody, how you feel before, during and after. And like that would be a huge indicator of if you have a wow or not. And it's just so many things that we've talked about. It, It really just... Uh, for me, it just comes down to just noticing those those feelings and noticing the thoughts that you're having during the interactions you're having with your clients. Um, that alone, I think, would just change your business. She's like, wow, I don't want this. Or, wow, I love this. Like, let's get more of this. Yeah. And then uh, I guess a little pro tip is when you do have your wow clients, uh, ask them, ask them some questions. Ask them who their friends are. 
so that you can have more wow. That's the easiest way to find more wow, right? Wow is clients. around wow. <laughs> yeah, wow is around wow. So yeah. So just again, yeah. as as I think it is my default answer, yeah. but, but just notice notice yeah. the, the all the stuff that's going on. Yeah, and and just to add one other layer to all of what you all said. Uh, which is beautiful. It, you know, the first thing for me, if you're already in business and you're acquiring clients right now, currently, the first rule is stop acquiring our clients and okay clients. Like the first rule is only start bringing on wow. So if you're currently bringing on business, then set the filter, but it takes everything, what everyone else said already, who are your wow clients? So the real, real first step goes back to the awareness that Giovanni and Stephanie and Melissa, all you're talking about is that you need to look at so ask yourself what's the list if you wrote down if you could pick right now all the clients and make all the money that you would want to make what are the clients that you work with right now that are the ones you would want if you could clone if you could clone one wow client and make all your clients that client over and over and over again as many times as you wanted which client would it be and then use that for the awareness to build out and if you don't know enough about them, that goes back to what Giovanni said, call them and ask them questions. And these are some of the things we teach so that this way you can then find more wow clients just like them. And chances are they hang out, you know, like attracts like, and they're hanging out with each other. And so then that's why you get those referrals so easily. Um, and that's where to start. And then if you have a lot of out clients, then going back to what we said before, then you one by one, let them go. But you've got to first stop acquiring more bad baggage. <laughs> That's the first thing. Don't bring any new weight into the backpack. It's already heavy enough. So I hope that this has been helpful. And I, I know there's more we could talk about this. And I'm sure we will have another episode around this. And we definitely could do it around WOW team because it's the same principle, by the way. But you just, yeah, you hold space for an amazing team like the team that i'm with right now it's when you have this amazingness we've had ups and downs even the time when uh the three of you are coming to fly to see me and you were stuck in an airport and you could be like the worst thing you could be so mad but you were having such fun time together that you know that's when you know you're around the right people when you can have like a terrible travel experience together and then and be okay Twice. yeah <laughs> yes be okay with it right <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That's how you really know whether you're in a wow team or not. Yeah. You are yeah. together. Yes. Yeah. That's when you see things fall apart <laughs> when you're not meant to be together. <laughs> right. So such a beautiful thing. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in. I hope this was helpful. Please, as always, comment. Let us know what was the most valuable part of this and what would you like to know more of? Please ask us questions. And if you really got value out of this, please share it with others. We're making this podcast to share it with as many people as we can to change as many lives as we can. So by you doing that, you're not just helping us. And yes, you are helping us, but you're helping our mission to help as many people. And so you can actually help us make a difference in the world by sharing this podcast with others. So we really, really do appreciate that from the bottom of our heart. And we look forward to continue to serve you with further episodes. So tune back in next week as well. All right. Thank you so much. And always remember, choose gratitude and create freedom. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the More Business, More Life podcast. I hope you got value. And if you did, we have so many more things for you at stevenopleton.com. You'll be able to connect with us on social media. We are active. You can ask us questions. And then on top of that, I want to give you a really big gift. 
And it truly is. We want to give so much value. We have an offering. It's a program called Clear Path to Customers. It's the same way that we attract wow clients and only working with the right people, the people we want to. And it's transformed my business into millions more in revenue with the right people and my clients. And we're doing it absolutely free. So you can go to stevenopoliton.com and grab that. You just got to put in your information. We'll send it to you promptly. And that again is on stevenopoliton.com. I look forward to having you on the next show. Until then, remember, choose gratitude and create freedom. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.